Welcome to the Answers for Elders radio show. Meet the trusted experts who will give you straight answers and will help guide you on the path of later life care. Now, here's your host, founder, caregiver, and CEO, Suzanne Newman. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio Network. And we are here with part two of an amazing interview about the culture and the programs that are available at Morningstar Senior Living with Brittany Fleshman, who is the Vice President of Culture and Program Development. And Brittany, I'm so glad you're with us this hour. This is really important. And, you know, it's interesting because we talked in first segment about the people that you have and the vision and, the, you know, just how you put together this incredible culture of Morningstar. And I want to kind of shift it now to your residence, because I think a lot of times families, I remember when I was looking for a place for my mom to, to live in assisted living. Um, it was an emotional time of my life. I, you know, my, I had just a little bit of time because before she was going to be released from rehab, I didn't nobody, there was no direction for me of what are the questions I need to ask? What do I need to know? <clears throat> Everybody, when we went on our little, you know, two-day tour trying to find a place for my mother, it was like there was just, everybody had a sales pitch. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like I was a deer in the headlights. I didn't know how to choose. I didn't, I, I didn't. And my mom wasn't there. I had to make this profound decision that was going to, people that were going to be taking care of my mom. And the biggest thing I always talk about is, you know, when I talk to providers all the time, you know, in my, my program, I'll always ask them, what's the number one question that a family has in the back of their mind that they probably don't ask you. And what they come back is, well, how much is it going to cost and all that stuff? That isn't it. It's, can I trust you? with the care of my loved one. What is it that you do that can instill trust in people? And <clears throat> when I heard about the Radiance program, I think really what you do is you communicate that trust level mm-hmm. through numerous ways. And I would, I really want to talk about that. So if a resident comes to live with you, how does that extend to them and their experience of living in your community? Yeah, that's a great question, Suzanne. You know, um, being an executive director myself, and this is what I've learned from the company over the years, it's we've done a disservice to our society as a whole in just the lack of education of what getting older looks like and what our bodies and minds might um, have eventually. So it's really important for our marketing team and our executive director, when we have families come in, really sitting down with them and starting from ground zero, what is assisted living? What is independent living or memory care? What's dementia? So just kind of solving all those things right in there and then learning ins and outs of their loved ones. And that's why I love what Morningstar does is we take every aspect of our residents and our families of what they're going to expect, what they're experiencing right now mm-hmm. and making whatever it is that we do for, for that loved one so specific mm-hmm. and so real um, that meets their needs and wants and exceeds mm-hmm. expectations. Yeah. 
Um, so it's that educational piece is so important and it's nice to be able to work amongst these people who know what they're talking about and know what the family is looking for. And it's, it's a scary thing. It's like you said, it's scary. There's a lot of questions and are you going to take care of my mom? Are you going to take care of my dad? And so they don't even know the questions to ask They don't know, and they're kind of lost in the process. And you're right. This this industry, quote unquote, has mm-hmm. not done a good job no. in educating the consumers. And I have, I've always said that it's like, you know, families are walking around kind of lost. I mean, it's why we do what we do at Answers for Elders, because they don't know what questions they should be asking. They don't understand industry lingo. A mm-hmm. lot of times people will say, well, it's a CCRC and somebody looks at you like blank. It's like, well, what does that mean? And there's all these misnomers of, well, I don't have $150,000 to put into a community to even get in there. And it's like, it doesn't, there's so many different types of communities and only those types of communities, there's very few, a lot of them, you know, you can come in and, you know, and through the sale of your house or whatever, pay monthly, and you don't have to come up with a lot of money. So there's a lot. And, and I think that's the thing. The other thing that I was really impressed with is um, I've had the opportunity to interview a lot of veterans that are in your communities. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that the fact that you have such a specialized understanding of our military and military culture is huge. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things we have actually in all of our communities is what we call the wall of honor. So when our marketing team and our wellness team meets with our residents, we find Mm -hmm. out they are veterans. We make that known to everyone in our community. So their picture is on that wall, their stories. I was just at a community yesterday and walking by a room um, and the door is closed, but right next to it, it said, you know, our valued uh, senior who had served in, uh, you know, World War II, whatever that might be, World War I, we've seen them all. And mm-hmm. our life enrichment coordinators who are in charge of activities, this is really important them to, to make sure that we celebrate them, of course, on Veterans Day, but throughout the year. Um, our frontline and heart of the house, they know who our veterans are. They know mm-hmm. the questions to ask, to sit and hear those stories, mm-hmm. um, to really thank them for our service and, and what they've done for our country. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something Morningstar is very proud of. And, and I can totally tell. And, and the thing that I, I have been um, impressed with is like, I've been to a couple of your communities myself. And Mm -hmm. when they're addressing um, a veteran, they will say, you know, uh, they'll uh, use his title, like, you know, captain so-and-so or sergeant so-and-so. And I, um, and I was going, wow, there's this level of respect mm-hmm. that is shown. And I know that you, that was one of your buzz terms about respect. I think it's the last one. Yeah. There's that level of honoring and that, that resident for who they are. And it doesn't matter if they have dementia or Alzheimer's or anything like that, that individual is you know, owed their dignity and they're owed the level of respect. And I think the fact that you teach that, mm-hmm. um, it really is an experience when you go into your communities. And I, and, you know, I've seen that firsthand. Absolutely. And I think that's, what's great about the wall of honor too. If you're a brand new team member and yeah. you're, you're working with a resident, you can see their picture when they were serving us and you get to sure. have a conversation. So. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really the key. And then obviously, um, you know, you have military veterans, you have people that have come into your communities. And um, what are some of the experiences that um, residents, I mean, I'm sure you have like feedback, what, what, 
singles your the resident experience out from other types of communities? I really do think it's getting to know the resident inside and out. We have um, what we call a to know me is to love me form. So when our residents move in, this form indicates everything they like from their favorite foods or desserts, where they're from, what they did as um, a child that they love to do, a favorite hobby. And so every single team member in the entire community gets access to those to know me is to love me. So right then and there, right off the bat, our, our team members know how to speak and carry those conversations and really hone in on that individual Mm -hmm. as a person and a guest in their home, really. Yeah. There's, you know, we already have that foundation set and then we get to using our radiance program. We get to just build that, whatever it might be. You know, the Mm -hmm. other day we had a resident come to um, one of our meetings and said, I, my grandma, when I was little used to make this dish, here's the recipe. And we give it to our executive chef and he makes a special deal. Yeah. So it's fun. And then all the residents at that dinner gets to know who this is from and why they love it. And so we make that known. We make it very specific to our residents. Well, and it's so cool too, because I know that in several of your communities, you have a private dining room where people can actually have their family and they can come in and they can host a dinner for their family, which is, I think one of the things that's really hard for people is, you know, it's they think that they're going to not have a sense of purpose if they move into senior living and yet life can be so much better and your sense of purpose can be magnified because you're part of something greater they have the opportunity to move into a community that is truly there for you know to serve them but also to help integrate them to give them more sense of purpose. If they want to host a dinner for their loved ones, they can. They can do different types of, you know, activities or, you know, I've seen people out at Silver Lake in Everett and they're they're actually doing all the gardens outside, you know, raised garden beds and they take ownership of this. This is something that's important to them. And of course, me being a gardener, that touches my heart deeply um, to be able to do something like that. So obviously there's a lot of different types of opportunities when you move into a a community like this. So what are some other, what am I not touching on that we probably should bring up? Sure. I mean, we love to like, again, get to, to meet the expectations of our residents and what they love to do. So like you said, gardening, that's a huge thing for our residents. So we have gardening in all of our communities and what's really fun too, come fall, (laughs) they get to pick their vegetables or whatever that might be. And we give it to our executive chef and actually, which is neat. So um, that's just one of many examples, but you know, if we've got residents who love to play certain instruments, we put them on the calendar invite everyone as as they play whether it's piano or guitar I love that that might be so um one of the other things we do we have a lot of um top-notch technology that we use and FaceTime is really big so we get to have even if our families can't come in maybe they're out of state and they can't use the private dining room for a special occasion we get to set up these um beautiful FaceTime with our residents and their family members so it almost is like they're there and we have these big screens for them to use, um, set it all up for them. And then they get to have that family quality time, whether they're in person or not. Yeah. Well, you know, that is really, really important. And, you know, again, so just in closing out this segment, Brittany, um, 
you have how many communities again? 31? You We're said? at 31 right now. Okay. And that you're primarily in the Western sector of the USA, but I think you go as far east as Iowa, if I seem to remember. Is yes, that correct? That is correct. Yes. So go to, and why don't you share the website? If you're interested, check out Morningstar Senior Living. Um, what's the website? Yep. It is MorningstarSeniorLiving.com and it's got all of our communities, their locations, and even the ones that are coming soon. Perfect. Perfect. And for each and every one of you, um, we're going to talk next a little bit about the foundation, um, about community service and how each community um, works to give back to their own community. And uh, Brittany and I will be right back right after this. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. We at Answers for Elders thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families, too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform. 